Welcome everyone to the last video store clerks podcast with Frank and Scott. The days of blockbuster Hollywood and the independent video store are over. But searching the shelves for that special overlooked movie will never end. The one that really sticks with you forever. Let's drown ourselves in a sea of streaming services and ask the question, what the fuck is that? Does this hold up? And just what the hell is a good movie anyway? I'm Frank Roll. I'm Scott Moran. And we're the last video store clerks. down the majority of that fucking bottle in about 45 minutes Ugh. how much puke was on the driveway before the house didn't you skip school to take care of me the next day with my mom i think i did i think you did yeah. i think you skipped school and i missed school because i was fucking hung over it was better in school <laughs> <laughs> what'd you watch this week oh man uh i watched sleepy hollow oh um, really yes it's been a long time i love to watch that about this time of year once. i actually i may have only seen that once Oh, get out of here. Yeah. I think I owned it on VHS at one time, but I think that was also the first time I watched it. I like it better than uh, From Hell. You know, he did the more serious. It's a weird comparison, but yeah. <laughs> well, they came out about the same time, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, they were and, around the same. And Christina Ricci, you know, oh, Christina Ricci was blonde. And, yeah, oh, she's I, I more should give that up. another look. That was one of, did you ever watch The Brothers Grimm? Yes. Well, uh, only once or twice. I don't remember that one the way that I know Sleepy Hollow. I saw that in the theater and I was like, this... I want to go home. <laughs> like it was just so long, and uh, but I watched it in the last couple of years, and I was like, "That's not that bad." It's just really long. I have not watched it recently. Terry Gilliam, that's a long movie. Oh, Every well. time. <laughs> well, you when know, I rewatch Fear and Love in Las Vegas, I'm like, "God damn, this fucking movie is long." That one goes long. Even like Baron Munchausen and stuff like that. Time Bandit says it. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then I also watched uh, the new Elvis. Oh, yeah. It's on HBO Max. So I was like, hey, it's really good. They did. Uh, if you watch the the great the Gatsby with uh, DiCaprio, it's you know, it takes place in that time period. But they would mix in modern music to the soundtrack. They did that a couple times in this Elvis movie. And man, it hit hard because I mean, like they would drop some bass on some like Elvis scenes. And it was like, whoa, that's oh, that's cool. It was it, it yeah, music some... back then wasn't mixed the same. So no, it, it no, never no. hits that. Like and... you couldn't even record to make things sound I didn't know a lot about Elvis, so I fact-checked as I watched. Lots of cool little tidbits that were, you know, based on actual things that I had never heard of before. But then there was some of it that was deeply exaggerated for film. Which is, of course, but some of it was, I couldn't help but to think, come on. You gave me some really cool things. How are you going to fudge this hard on such an intense moment of the movie? That one's going to have to wait. Biopic-wise, Blonde. Is your next one? It's my next one. Well, and Elvis is also two hours and 39-minute runtime. So... It's a commitment. I had a day off, and that was that's, my afternoon. Yeah, that's what keeps me from watching those kind of movies a lot of the time, is I'm like, yeah, this is really long. You called me out for putting off movies? Well, it's hard for So it find... went through my head. I know that like <laughs> the goal with a movie like that is you have to find the story in mm -hmm. someone's life. That's the same with a good memoir. Memoir? Memoir. 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 John Malkovich. I'm going uh, to write a memoir. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Even, you have to find the story in your life, or people are going to lose interest in it. So. Malkovich, Malkovich. It doesn't always happen, and I fucking get bummed out. Yeah, it's like tough. I'll be watching one, and I'll be like, God damn, I want to leave. Well, and the other <laughs> cool thing that I watched was uh, I talked to Olympia, and she had no idea what I was talking about, so I found an episode of Shop Till You Drop on YouTube. Do you remember <laughs> yeah, that show with the grocery I store? I straight watched a fucking episode of Shop Till You Drop from 1993. I shit you not, two, three months ago, mm -hmm. it was like three in the morning and i wasn't ready to go to sleep yet and i watched several episodes of singled out 
Nice. Yeah. Dude. Uh, did Not you... uh, Carmen Electra era. It was, uh, it was Jenny McCarthy. Jenny McCarthy? Yeah. Okay, that's that was my next question. It was back then with the tongue and everything. Man. Chris Hardwick. Chris fucking Such Hardwick. Such a boyish fella then. It's Everything's a little fuzzy this evening, and I couldn't even fucking remember if I brought the trash can in. I may have missed recycling. Because Kelly's out of town. No, you didn't have your reminder. You know, I get mad at her for saying things like, you should drink some water. Have you eaten today? And I'm like, ah, I'm a grown man. Leave me alone. But then when she's gone, I'm like, I think I have Munchausen by proxy. <laughs> like, I stop remembering those things because I'm like, ah, she'll tell me anyway. It's been ingrained, man. <laughs> You've been marked. Now, this week, uh, we watched This is the End. Which you also watched. I also watched that. Sorry. Left off my list, so we watched it in the same week. Love it. So good. I bet you hate movies that are universally loved. <laughs> you like Forrest Gump? <laughs> Those pants are awfully tight <laughs> no, with the cuff. it's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. No, it's great that guys um, with that presence in Hollywood can just get together. When Jay Bruchel is... Jay Bruchel, he's so on point. <laughs> they wedge him in things sometimes yeah. as the Jesse Eisenberg, Michael Sarah character. Oh, Michael Sarah in that movie was fucking amazing. <laughs> Holy shit. The oh, whole that's movie. Embarrassing. Emma Watson. Oh, it's so fucking funny. Um, no, so, so many good things in that movie. And then I watched all of Kenobi in a single day. Man, you're loving the Disney Plus. Dude, I, I went hard. We're more than halfway through She-Hulk. Kelly mm-hmm. watched that with me. I could get her to watch that one. We watched Thor, Love and Thunder, which was fucking amazing. What else? I watched Night of the Living Dead by myself. I forgot how fucking good that was. I would watch the Tom Savini one again, too. The remake, where Barbara is not a screaming, <laughs> helpless <laughs> screaming woman. Johnny! The story's so good, though. It is. I also watched Oculus. Again? Was, again, yeah. I, okay. It was the second time I've ever seen it. Only seen it once. You told me to watch it again. I should. It didn't freak me out as bad. That mirror thing freaks me out. Like, for some reason. Mirrors. But, oh, Katie Sackhoff was just eating that fucking glass. What the fuck, man? I don't even remember uh, that. Yeah. It's traumatizing. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but the rain. Sorry. Spoilers. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, that was really it. I started uh, the Scarlet Witch show. What is it? WandaVision. There you go. I started WandaVision. Okay. Yeah. I'm saving that and one. And I was really enjoying it. Uh, I just, uh, I was like, I'm going to go Star Wars for a little bit. And then I watched all of Kenobi, which was uh, more like the prequels than I wanted it to be. No matter how bad a Star Wars thing is, it still looks like any Star Wars property is top tier sci-fi <laughs> special <laughs> effects, man. And so the ships look fucking great. They got that budget. Watching that, I was actually like, one day, if they did remake Battlestar, I would want to see the ships look like that. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, hopefully NBC would pick it up again. Maybe not sci-fi. I don't think they'd If they did a that. reboot. Yeah, but they were like flirting with making a movie at one point, and I was like, don't do it. No, not with the people. Like They were going to mm-hmm. just start with new people and make a movie. I think Brian Singer was going to do it, the X-Men guy. Something would be nice. They're getting older. I mean, nobody's getting any younger. Well, I don't mean with the same people. Like, uh, I would be okay I if they re- yes. No, no, from... I took off in the wrong direction. Yeah, Sorry, one, man. Like, one day they'll start from scratch and do that over again. You know they will. You and can ground we'll, me. And we'll be old and annoyed. But uh, I'm gonna, I would like to see 
fucking Galactica look like a Star Wars ship, you know? If they did that, they do you think that they could just reboot with a new fresh story, or do you think that they would go further back in Galactica's history? I, I would hope that uh, the writer would not do it exactly the same. And mm-hmm. I know that that's not what most people feel about anything like that. But I would be okay if uh, there was a fresh storyline. And it was just the base thing. Sometimes that's good. Well, I mean, but, Battlestar was a fucking remake of Battlestar Galactica. That's what I was so, going to like, say. They call it a reimagining, correct? Yeah. And it was so good. There's no reason to think that that couldn't happen again. Mm-hmm. But you It know. just doesn't all the time. <laughs> we need to stop. But who knows? I haven't horses. watched that Quantum Leap show yet. Who, it might be great. I, that, it, it, it offended me. It's unnecessary. I'm just saying they did that with MacGyver too. I want to be clear. This isn't because of like the choice of the actor. Nothing. It just I feel like certain series had their time. It was so silly though, man. It like was, it, it's fine. Go but for it. But that was its place. That's its place in history. It's true. It's very much that's its of its place time in history and the way it looks and the the attitude of television at the time. There's thing. Didn't they try, they tried MacGyver right? And it ran for a long time. The new one? Yeah, I might still be on for all I know. That's I what know. I, I should have checked on MacGyver before that left my mouth. But things like that, I don't know. Some of them, yes. Was that is that CBS is doing that one? I believe so. Okay, yeah, so it's on Paramount probably. CBS is a weird network, man. Like on the one hand, you have Star Trek. And on the other hand, you have all those fucking sitcoms. And the <laughs> what did they end up like three CSIs? Wasn't that CBS? Yeah, <laughs> probably NCIS. NCISs, all that stuff. All the NCISs. Rescue nine one one was on CBS with William Shad on her. <laughs> that offends me. <laughs> hey man, be sure if you have a six pack with the plastic rings, cut them so they don't get stuck on the ducks in the sea life. Okay, I learned that from Rescue Nine One One. I learned not to stick your tongue to the side of the freezer. Oh yeah. Hey, when reenactments were cool, reenactments are still cool. Anytime Ooh. I'm in a hotel room, man, I watch True TV and shit like that the whole I time. Want... Investigation ID. I want actual footage from surveillance cameras, not reenactments. I I like the old. Episodes of uh, Unsolved Mysteries. Unsolved Mysteries. I knew we that's where you were going because they're on Peacock for free. <laughs> Hulu too. Now I think I just love Robert Stack's voice too. Yeah, I watched those new ones, and we're in October now. Not, <laughs> we're not. You are. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, next week we'll be watching High Spirits with Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, sorry. We won't. I have seen that, though. <laughs> Back when you watched everything. <laughs> yeah. Just whatever was around. Fucking high spirits. <laughs> I've seen Howard the Duck a lot. I took I took advice. I did not rewatch it as an adult. I, I got I close. Did. <laughs> I got close. I found it once and I started I did, it. I was so young when I saw Howard the Duck over and over again, too. We used to rent videos at a gas station. Back then. (laughs) And the grocery store sometimes, which had a better selection. In East Austin, there was a place called Home Video. That was my first video store was a home video. In in high school, did that IGA buy your house? Did that that have videos for rent? Well, that's the thing is I was an East Side kid who used a fake address to go over there, so I didn't live in that neighborhood. I didn't Uh, live in that neighborhood until I was 12. It was a weird time. You could rent videos all over the place. They were everywhere. Did you ever go to the beach when you were a kid? Yes, and And they would be at the random places. Yeah, all over the place. No, it was great. It was great. Uh, Even, you know, 
honeymoon in 2016, we're at that resort in Hawaii. There was like a bootleg Redbox. You know what I mean? It was this gold <laughs> machine that had DVDs, and it was not Redbox, but it was a Redbox. Hey, and do you know what the first movie we rented was? It's a little movie called Pop Star. Oh, God. <laughs> that, was that the first time you saw it? That was the first time I saw it. So that was, your honeymoon was where it all began. Yeah. That's where my <laughs> that's, that's where my obsession started. Did you know that Seal was in that movie? So now that we're in October, this was one of my first horror movies. This yes. was one of the first movies to ever scare the living shit out of me. Now that I've watched it through, I saw parts of this as a kid, but because I was so, you know, just pounded with Wizard of Oz, yeah. I think that I didn't want to watch this. Return to Oz is one of those things where at the video store I used to recommend it to people. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was funny. <laughs> if they were, especially if they, I was like, are they going to rent this for their kid? It's some dark shit. This man. is a PG movie from 1985. PG kids movie. And it has its moments where it tries to be a little lighthearted. Well, I showed you the trailer. It is marketed as a horror movie, straight up. That was a horror movie trailer. Mm -hmm. And uh, this movie scared the fuck out of me when I was a kid. Like, I turned it off and picked it back up the next morning with daylight because I was freaked out. It was interesting watching it as an adult. But I will argue to the death that this is a horror movie. I believe so. A bunch of Jim Henson creature shop guys are in this. That claymation? Yeah, Brian Henson is Jack's voice. Really? But well, I guess he was younger at that point. He was a kid then. Whoever was in that costume was a tall, skinny man. Yeah. Uh, Those legs? I don't know if you saw... Okay, so they, they had the costume around the leg. But that was not very big, and you knew that there was a leg in there. Yeah, and that's this, a very thin, long leg. This movie is credited as being Tim Burton's inspiration for Nightmare Before Christmas. Makes perfect sense. That's exactly what he looked like. That's exactly what he looked like. Yeah, instead of sticks, he was just wearing a suit that looked like it was made mm -hmm. of paper. That's a one musical I will watch. You know, I will not even watch The Wizard of Oz anymore, because I don't care for the singing. I watched The Nightmare Before Christmas for the first time two years ago. That was the first time? Two years ago. What the fuck, dude? Um, There was a kid in my fourth grade class who loved it so much, I didn't watch it, and I, it was just, it, I, it stuck with me forever. You're one of those people that hates universally loved movies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, though. Coming from a guy who won't watch Titanic. Yeah, but you get weird shit stuck in your head. Now, yeah. I don't need to watch Titanic because I've seen all of it in parts on TV all yeah. over the place. Like, clips of it and stuff like that. Fuck. I got it. I got it. This movie fucking bangs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this movie from the second I hit play, after you made me watch that preview, I knew it was on from the first fucking minute. Just, I had that feeling. In, in It's not even a weird opening. I just knew what was coming. Even the way it's filmed feels like 80s Pet Cemetery. This was the first movie to ever use the Disney logo. Rainbow star yeah, thing shooting no over way. the castle. First time ever. Oh. And that is such a part of our lives. There are so many parts of this movie, and I'll, I would bring it up at the video store and tell people to watch it. They would be like, oh my God, as soon as it started, I realized I'd seen it before. That's the same shit I said. And that it was a traumatic memory. See, it was too different for me to want to watch it as a child. I because, remember you, because the Wizard of Oz was beloved to you? It was just so nice and bubbly and colorful and happy. And I watched the Wizard of Oz at Christmas, but I was never a huge, like, I would watch uh, the... I would go do the like Pink Floyd laser light show before I watched the Wizard of Oz at this point in my life. 
that's so crazy because based on how the watching was then, I feel like I should have been the one watching this one more. I watched Sound of Music a lot. It turns out that I just had a crush on the actress. Watched that for the first time about a year ago. Really? Did you live in a cave? My favorite musical, the musical that I have no problem with, that's that was made into a movie, Chicago. I don't know why. I love Chicago. All those songs are just oof. They they really they really get me. You're um, a fucking weirdo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I didn't do fucking Mary Poppins. I didn't do Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Oh, I um, watched all the old Disney movies. I mean, every Disney movie was a fucking musical back then, mm-hmm. except for some of the really fucking scary ones. Did you ever see Watcher in the Woods? No. I don't think so. Look it up. I bet you did. (laughs) Uh, And you buried it. Every time we talk about these old Disney movies, I remember this one with this kid whose hair wouldn't stop growing. I remember that, too. But what's the fucking... Did they make fucking paintbrushes out of his hair? I think so. It was really dark. And then he painted another dimension? Yeah. It was really fucking weird, and his hair just kept growing. Was it called, like, the peanut butter solution or some shit? That's the thing. To this day... If you know the name of that movie, let That's me know. That's only sort of what I think. I'm looking it up when we're done. Hey, check it out. I've looked several times in life. That sh- I Dude, I got fucking goosebumps. That shit scared the fuck out of me, so man. So you talk about movies like that. That's what always pops in my head is that fucking movie because I'm like, this kid's Was that hair. a Disney movie? I feel like it was a Disney movie. Oh, I just thought that was some weird 70s shit, man. Oh No. Ugh. That's a real thing. Oh, I'm shaking. Yeah. But, so mine wasn't in, as intense, but that's what happened here. It was on in the background. I'm sure I sat through the whole thing. This was serious kinder trauma for me. <laughs> well, this movie, d- the thing that I do is I try and jump to uh, conclusions as far as the plot goes. As soon as I start a movie, I'm looking for the twist or looking for the villain. Did you find it? Well, I mean, it's The Wizard of Oz, so you know who the villain's going to be. Yes. but You I'm know just... what actor is going to play the villain. But as soon as they get her to the doctor, I was just really worried that the worst was going to happen and that it was going to be a North situation. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. not to say too much, because we still need to jump into the summary. Yeah, give us a summary. Based on the second and third Oz books by L. Frank Baum and produced by Disney, Return to Oz is set months after the events of the original movie and the week of Halloween. Dorothy's aunt and uncle, played by Matt Clark and Piper Laurie, have halfway rebuilt the family home. Dorothy Gale, played by 10-year-old Feruza Balk, won't stop talking about Oz. So as good adoptive parents do, Auntie Em and Uncle Henry drop her off at a mental hospital for electroconvulsive therapy. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, th- that's what I was worried about, man. I thought they were gonna fucking shock her ass right there at the beginning, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the facility is run by Doctor Worley, played by Nicole Williamson, and Nurse Wilson, played by Jean Marsh, who will of course be our bad guys in Oz. But just before undergoing treatment, Dorothy is rescued by a patient of the same age, and the two make their escape out into the stormy night, where Dorothy very nearly drowns in a flood and winds up surprise. Back in Oz. With the help of her no egg laying chicken Belina, she makes her way down a crumbling yellow brick road to find the Emerald City crumbling. Scarecrow gone, the occupants turned to stone. The city is occupied by the wheelers and overseen by Mombi, who is collecting young women's heads to wear instead of her own. Bitch has like a closet full of heads, man. Dude, that was the scariest shit to me when I was a kid. I got, it came back to me, too. Well, that's another one of those fucked up things. Like, these are fucking heads and cases in a fucking kid's movie. And uh, but, but it really came around when she found it, the sliced heads. Mm-hmm. I fucking love That was cool. That yeah. was cool. I liked how they tied that in there. Gathering allies as she does, a robot bodyguard named TikTok, a pumpkin-headed stick man, and two couches with a green taxidermied moose head tied to it. She, It's a... It's, uh, what do they call it? The alliance, the alliance of the willing or the 
what was that shit from the 9-11 days the coalition of the willing (laughs) um dorothy crosses the deadly desert to face the gnome king and free the scarecrow return to oz is the only film ever directed by walter murch and walter murch wrote this i believe too i like that i uh when you told me to look him up last time i spelled merch like merchandise i should have assumed a you the other reason that this movie is so much a part of everyone's lives is walter merch has fucking edited everything so many movies as soon as he's you showed won me that 19 academy awards for sound and editing. wasn't nominated for he won them he won them and He's one of the only people in history, and actually I couldn't find another one, so he might be the only one, to win two Academy Awards on the same fucking night. Really? Yeah. He won an Academy Award for Best Sound and Best uh, Editing for The English Patient. Yeah. Oh, The English Patient? Yeah, he fucking... I didn't even remember that from the list of shit that we saw. I'm going to give you a rundown of everything Walter Murch has ever done. The Dickinson Experimental Sound film was his first movie to work on. The Sound Editor, Touch of Evil, The Rain People, THX 1138. He also wrote the screenplay. The Godfather, American Graffiti, The Conversation, which was his first Oscar. The Godfather Part 2, Julia, Apocalypse Now, Return to Oz, The Unbearable Lightness of Being, Ghost, Godfather Part 3, House of Cards, Romeo is Bleeding, I Love Trouble, First Night, The English Patient, The Talented Mr. Ripley, K-19, The Widowmaker, Cold Mountain, Jarhead, Youth Without Youth, Tetero, The Wolfman, Particle Fever, Tomorrowland, and Coup 53, which brings us up to 2019. Walter Birch is a very old man now, but this fucking resume is crazy. Yeah, that's nuts. And just the number of Academy Award wins. Yeah, and he was fired from this movie a (sighs) week into shooting, and Steven Spielberg and George Lucas got his job back. Steven Spielberg agreed that if he didn't shoot the movie on time, that Mm -hmm. he would direct it instead. That if he fell off schedule again. Badass. That was how he agreed to do this. That's fucking awesome. They stuck their fucking neck out for this dude. No, that's very awesome. Editors are filmmakers. I cannot stress that fucking enough. (laughs) (laughs) editing anything like just is so tedious are they the talent they make the movie like quentin tarantino's (laughs) editor yeah she was a badass man (laughs) rest in peace she made those movies i think Patton oswald has a joke about that i hate to retell a comedian's joke but it's about it it's apt men shoot movies and they just jizz everywhere and so many editors are female and they put the put everything back together Love it. They're just shooting everything. Love it. Mops ready to go. And I understand maybe a little bit why a studio would be like, maybe not give him another one after that. We just scared America's children to death. By far the darkest children's movie I've ever seen. This and Watcher in the Woods are are both super dark. Watcher in the Woods. And Witches is up there. Like the the old one? The Angelica Houston Witch. Of course. I've seen that one a ton. Love that one. I never watched the new one. Transformation scene scared the fuck out of me when I was Creepy as fuck, man. Also, I would argue that's a horror movie. Yeah. That is a pretty gross doll is fucked up. But (laughs) this one, you think that the poor girl is going to get shock therapy. It was a bridge pretty far. I try and jump to conclusions and try and nail the plot. And I'm like, oh, fuck. They're going to shock her. This whole adventure is going to be her being fucked up. And when she wakes up, she's going to be fucking Jack Nicholson. 
You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's not really how electroconvulsive therapy works. I and mean, it does work on people. But I should, you know, you I should see say it's not all bad. How accurate was that machine? Have you, was but, that what, yeah, but we're talking 18 something. Like it's not even the 1900s yet. Yeah, they were two months away from the, the new millennium. And when she gets there. She can hear the screams of the people locked in the basement that were victims of his machine, as the blonde girl says. How about those creepy-ass orderlies, man, with the dark eye circles? They were the, the wheelers. Badass. I, I see it. I see it. And okay. they, they're pushing the gurney. The writing in this is really good. Well, see, I saw, the, movie. I saw the association, like, when she's on the chariot. I was like, oh, the wheels, like the wheels on the gurneys, like in the hospital. I didn't put together that the wheelers were the fucking orderlies, though. Yeah, and you should have known that Aunt Em was going to take her to that fucking mental hospital when she was Carrie's fucking mom. <laughs> and Catherine from Twin Peaks. Uh, and the creepy-ass teacher from the faculty. <laughs> yeah, and she was also Mr. Tojamora. In Twin Peaks. <laughs> She's dressed as an old Asian man <laughs> for like several episodes of that show. All those roles, she really found her niche in Hollywood. You know what I mean? Like That was a good choice to play AM. It if was. If she was going to jump her at a fucking mental hospital. <laughs> With money they didn't have. Henry Gale. And you like how they were living in the half house as they built it? Uh, I hate to bring up Lost, but I don't. <laughs> Henry Gale is the name that Ben uses when he shows up and says he was in a hot air balloon in Lost. Fun little cross trivia there. Wow. Which is a very, like, Oz thing because he shows up in the balloon. Uh -huh. It's Henry Gale. Well, the reason for that is because Lost is a giant Dark Tower reference. And Dark Tower is a giant Wizard of Oz reference. Stephen King is everywhere. <laughs> and this is kind of a Stephen King movie of fucking Wizard of Oz movies. It's crazy. Man, the costumes, the claymation, the stop motion. Really cool. <sighs> the the rock faces. When I saw the first eyes, I thought, oh shit, here it comes. Apparently the rock, who's a gnome, apparently, uh -huh. according to <laughs> what I, I looked up, they were considering those gnomes. The one that goes and tells him stuff is also the head wheeler and the orderly at the mental hospital. Mm. The wheelers scared the shit out of me when I was a kid, and they were damn silly this time. <laughs> I was like, are these guys, like, did they try to be a part of the punk scene in the mid-'80s, and they just tried to do their own little, like, wheelie gang? Like, you know, I, I pictured these guys in New York in the mid-'80s, like, trying to do some shit. And she has a chicken <laughs> in there with your chicken. There's no side of the chicken. You knew that was the twist, right? The chicken was the twist. Yeah, it, I made very few notes, but those notes included two chicken because I just I simply put the fucking chicken, and at one point they were like, "There's no sign of the chicken." Yeah, I didn't take too many notes. I know this movie pretty well because it's scarred into my brain. So, <laughs> mm -hmm. but that Mombi scene where she goes to her original head to get the key to get out. Oh, when she goes and breaks it, breaks the glass to get and to the head. And all the fucking heads wake up. That shit still scares me. Yeah. It, it's a freaky fucking scene, dude. Well, yeah, it's when it's when Dorothy's stealing the powder of life is when they oh, all wake up. Oh, that's right, yeah. Because the original head screams, and that's what sets off the other ones, but just the awakening of them. So she can make gump. <laughs> well, and did you see how the body was panicking the bed with the arms? Yeah. <laughs> It had those, like, oh, I'm a headless body with panicky arms. Yeah, it makes so much sense that that is Jack Skellington. Those were the first words out of Olympia's mouth. She was like, is that Jack Skellington? That's where like, Tim Burton got that design from. Perfect sense. It's him. Like it's we crazy. said, that's him. He, he is that in the beginning of the movie before the pumpkin 
bursts off his head. There's a skull underneath it. In this case, there's a chicken. And then there's also the grungy aspect of it. You know, um, Oz is demolished. I will point out that in the beginning, she comes on her old house and realizes she's in the middle of the Munchkin village mm -hmm. and then finds out the Yellow Brick Road has been decimated or has just fallen apart. It's like deteriorated beyond belief. When I was a kid, that scared the shit out of me. That whole idea that you like the flight of the navigator thing, that yeah. time has passed while mm -hmm. you were somewhere else, like a lot of time. Oh yeah, or it's like um like assuming this this like deathly fear of being dead at nine years old. I would just like to point out that they go down the yellow brick road and immediately arrive in Oz, and it took them an entire fucking movie last time to yeah. get there. <laughs> do you know with what you looked up, do you know how long that was supposed to be in Oz time from when she left to when she came back? No, the only thing I could figure out was I was trying to determine when okay, if it's Halloween and the storms are getting bad. How long have they been rebuilding that house? Six it's, months. It's half built. Yeah, and I even looked it up, and I was like, first tornado season in Kansas is in May. Mm -hmm. So that would be like late spring, early summer. That's when the tornado sucks for Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking little Dorothy. <laughs> little tiny Feruza bulk. It's so weird. It was at the end. She wakes up, and it's that close-up on the eye. That was a beautiful scene. It was very oh, brief. Oh, this movie was fucking immaculately shot. Uh, he didn't edit it, but it's perfectly edited. Do you remember when she's laying on, the, and it shows the close-up of the eye? That was some shit that would fly today, you know, if you were to print that. Yeah, that's how every episode of Lost Pe starts. People would love that. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Let's start talking about Popstar way more than I already do. <laughs> every, time you throw a, every time you throw a Lost one out there... <laughs> Uh, you're not one to go for cheap jokes. You would still hold them for the right moment. Other things I had looked up, Lyle Conway, the guy who does Gump's voice, uh, Jim Henson guy. Mm -hmm. And uh, other than like Brian Is Henson that the fucking moose? Jack's, yeah, the, the moose head. The green so that's moose when, head. When I talk about grungy, those sofas, they were, they were like... Well, that palace was fucked up. It the was. The Emerald City is fucked up. And oh, those fucking headless ladies out in the courtyard. You know that the people were turned to stone... Then she comes around this circle of like women that were dancing with their heads sliced off. Well, we find out who did that and where the heads, you know, went. Unlike Sleepy Hollow, the heads weren't found. They're still out there. Grow a toe in. <laughs> no, they were in the tree roots with the headless horsemen, Scott. God. That part of the country, man. That's a, that's a good shit. Yeah. The good lore. Tim Rose, who plays TikTok, is Admiral fucking Akbar in Star Wars. Oh. <laughs> to get him to walk, though, apparently they had to stick a gymnast upside down in him, and the guy would operate his legs. Oh. Tiny gymnast boy. Is that like a, is he up there with like the jockeys? Is it that size? The jockeys? That's what I was thinking. That's a small, that's, a, yeah. that's a, an R2-D2 situation if I ever seen one. Mm-hmm. Warwick. <laughs> Bud Warwick in it. <laughs> Um, I was wondering how they did TikTok. It was pretty smooth. His movements. It, was, it and looked everything. great. It did. That held up. That survived time. Scarecrow's face. This is a 1985 Disney budget behind it too. Apparently, whoever took it over mm -hmm. let it fail after I can, it came out. I can see why they left out the Cowardly Lion a little bit. <laughs> he was a lion. He was a lion. Well, and if you look at the wheelers, their wheels look like what you would find on a razor. You know those little razors that people scoot? Oh, yeah, yeah. They look like the razor wheels. A little person played the Tin Man. In this one? Yeah, because he never walks. 
It's just, he just moves. You only see him for a couple minutes. Yeah, apparently that was because they would have had to pay MGM fuck tons of money. No they were way. Supposed to, they were going to be more central in the plot originally. It's like when you see a movie now with Chevy Chase on the cover and he's in it for five minutes as one character. Yeah, just like that. Fucking hate that. <laughs> You're like, I was, on, I, I was on the edge about watching this fucking movie and then I watched it and fucking Chevy Chase is in here for one fucking scene. And he doesn't give a fuck. I felt like the movie that I'm talking about that I don't remember the name of, he was wearing his actual fucking glasses. You know what I mean? It yeah. looked like they slapped on the cheapest suit that wasn't fitted because he probably didn't show up for Like Donald Sutherland in Moonfall. Yeah. Or uh, Nicholas fucking cage in willie's wonderland i don't think that's the same as having the scarecrow in the tin man <laughs> no now we're just getting off to people get fucking how much matt damon made for that born movie the last one how much do you think they paid him for thor love and thunder look up how much vin diesel got paid to do Groot. blow your fucking mind i'm sure it would they paid the guy who did his body well it's gun's brother He's also like one of the guys, and oh, this was way off up. <laughs> it's fine, man. Time for another day. We fucking we're going to Oz, man. We're riding that tornado. The fucking deadly desert was creepy. Deadly desert was, and it took out a wheeler. It just turned to sand. It was so simple. Instantly, you like touched the deadly desert, you turned to fucking desert. sand. That's fucked up, dude. When she gets to the gnome king, and uh -huh. he starts telling her why he did it, mm -hmm. was because they took all the emeralds, and the emeralds have like feelings <laughs> he's mad about that so he with. turned them all to fucking stone to teach him a lesson and his tiny little feet <laughs> the, seriously one of the other notes that i fucking had um <laughs> how did i put it he was wearing the ruby slippers i cannot fucking believe that i don't remember that i watched this once when i worked at the video store it's this it's this pretty serious moment and then he's like are you missing these or however the fuck he says it and then this little red feet come out well i read some of those books i don't remember them mm -hmm. when i was real young and uh i remember there was a gnome king but i think he ground her slippers down and made a belt out of them mm. so they weren't like her shoes yeah he wasn't like the... ha -ha. <laughs> <laughs> from under his his stone robes It was a little awkward when those popped out, man, because that's towards the end of the movie. I really enjoyed it, but it did make me sleepy. Just I was watching it in the dark. I had my thing. I had to move a plant out of the fucking way of the TV, um, but it happened early, so I didn't have to deal with it. But yeah, by the time I got there, I was like, I was just chilling. You know, I had my eyes a little shut. I was still watching. I'm like, hang in there. You like it. Finish it. <laughs> fucking red feet pop out <laughs> that's what kept me going yeah it really was it got me through the end because i was like are you fucking kidding me but i'm glad it worked out <laughs> i'm glad all that was worth it the whole time like i was so worried this was a north situation or this was a flight of the navigator you know this was a pass out something happens but i thought it stemmed from her oh that, getting uh, fucked i up. read that walter Mersch wanted to bring this back to this is not all necessarily all a dream mm -hmm. but i mean he seated the she's fucking nuts pretty hard yeah i mean i thought in a sense it like was, she had depression insomnia all that stuff like kind of the things you would go get an electroconvulsive therapy for well yeah i mean i put it in alignment with being uh lobotomized well that's because of the lore about electroconvulsive therapy it's not like that anymore but and this is, it was never as extreme as it is but this is 1899 back then yeah for sure because you think about shit like that how do you think they figured out how to do a c-section 
Yeah, I mean that's you know uh, the trial and error, of man. That shit is fucked up. If you look up how the saw became invented, it wasn't for trees or anything, man. It's for surgery. It's for cutting legs off. Probably you have more reason to cut someone's leg off before you did to <laughs> cut trees down. Uh, and and don't quote me on the fucking saw thing. I just thought it was pretty fucking crazy. <laughs> um, but but back to this fucking crazy dark shit. Just all over the place. Those costumes. The faces. The wheelers may have been a bit corny. Their faces, though. Their faces, the makeup on their faces, and the face on top of their head. Looking like a pharaoh from Stargate 94. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, they really didn't. But kind of. I mean, it was a big apparatus on the head. They were really good at riding around on those fucking wheels, too. They were. Those... It was spooky, like, the basically on stilts with, like, a wheel There was the one scene where I saw a guy stand up. Uh, I forget which scene it was, but one of them It was a wide up. shot, wasn't it? Yeah, they yeah. were far away, and he went back wheels only and did some uh-uh, and then went back down. Yeah, but when they were doing those chase scenes, I was like, holy fuck, that's creepy yeah. as fuck, because it looked so natural. On mm-hmm. all of those guys. No wonder this scared the fuck out of me when I was a kid. Pumpkinhead fucking Jack. He's an ally, but he was creepy as fuck. Yeah, I mean, everything about it was... Uh, like I He's had... calling young Dorothy mom. Can I call you mom? And then when she's curled up and sleeping on the sleigh. Yeah, he puts his vest over her. Yeah, good night, mom. <laughs> I was like, did he just fucking say it again? <laughs> did he just say it again? Um, uh, uh, so weird. There's some issues there. I don't know. But then it turns out his mom was like 12 anyway, so it wasn't too far off. That first mumby head was like, it was creepy that she was so pretty and didn't really say anything. She was like an 80s Lilu multipass to me. Lilu multipass. <laughs> yeah. We're not using names here, dude. We're not we're using just, names anymore. We're fucking, we're just calling them what they are. Lilu multipass <laughs> is like a, you know, yeah. future version of. That means of- that the, uh, the therapist is the. Watcher guy from Spawn. <laughs> Not his most famous role. But the first thing I remembered. <laughs> you could see it in his eyes. Those eyes, you know, like, yeah, you knew who that dude was. He was nice enough when he was in there, but it was that old man doctor, scary. This is the way I deal with children. It's going to be okay. I hate that voice. Yeah, but all the little, like, is she crazy? Yeah. You know, because it's the same as like all of the characters were played by When they're putting her on the gurney, why are you strapping me in so you don't fall off? I rode the buggy on the way here and I didn't fall off. <laughs> that Yeah, that is fucking. What did your auntie tell legit you? Legit logic for no. a little kid to be like. And it was stuff like that where I'm thinking, okay, she's not fucking crazy. This movie had me thinking, oh, fuck, Dorothy fucking took a knock to the head. This little girl's fucked up now. And this is really going to be about the shock therapy. And she's going to get northed. Oh, like you thought they were going to be like, and you're all done. Yeah, like they were <laughs> like. A fucked up ending. No, that's what I have here is alternate ending. They put the headset on her. The power goes out and everything's fine. She goes on the adventure and then she wakes up and she's still on the gurney. And she's, you know, over the cuckoo nest. That would have been awesome. Man, I'm telling you. But that's that dark shit that I was scared of the whole time I was watching the movie. Am I watching this weird fantasy that's in this poor little girl's head who's just been had the shit shocked out of her multiple times? Which is done in a light way in The Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. You know, bump mm-hmm. on the head, wake up. and It was all just a dream. It made me, uh, it's been way too long, but uh, at the end she wakes up at home, doesn't she? And everybody's happy. And you were there, and you were there. And their house is there still. The house is there. Not in this one. They got to build that shit from scratch. Henry Gale has 1800s problems. Yeah, but he's got mad skills, though. Runs a farm. 
wifey oh, yeah. can take over the farm while he's rebuilding the the house. Man, somebody's got to put a roof. But over I mean, those heads. Uh, good good for Anm for taking her to get what help she really couldn't afford to do. And she didn't like lock her in the closet like she did to Carrie. Back then, people were buying the snake oil. That's what the wagons were for. The cocaine. <laughs> when your tooth hurts. <laughs> or you need energy. <laughs> or you happen to get a bean stuck in your nose. Or you want a soda. <laughs> <laughs> you just want a cold pop. <laughs> and then I'm going to be up for like four hours. <laughs> uh, no, I've seen those old antique cookbooks like at antique shops. It's, it's funny, man. Every other fucking thing that's in there, eh, that, you know, a little bit of cocaine. <laughs> yeah. One of my roommates, the Gnome King's ruby slippers, made me think of it. I don't remember which roommate it was, but I remember I put on my girlfriend at the time's high heel shoe mm-hmm. and stuck it, just my leg, into the room with just a high heel on <laughs> my nude leg from behind the door. And he was like, ooh la la. <laughs> And then I stepped out and he was real mad at me. Because well, I think be... he, he thought I was his girlfriend. Or maybe it was his girlfriend's shoe. Maybe he thought it was I was a bad roommate. Or a really good one. <laughs> oh, man. Did you get him some chicks from the special house? <laughs> what? <laughs> Third stringers, man. Third stringers come at a discounted rate. But egg allergies are a real thing. <laughs> and they shouldn't be joked about. Because they could kill... A gnome king. This motherfucker is made out of rocks, can transform, control shit, take over whole kingdoms. This guy would definitely be in the gluten-free line these days. Kind of seemed like all the gnomes were part of his body, like he was legion of gnome. Did you like how they were just rocks, but then at the end they turned into like demon gargoyle? Yeah, I liked it. It was cool. They were creepy. There's something about movies at this time, like that 80s fantasy movie, Mm -hmm. legend and stuff like that, that is so scary. Mm-hmm. Why can't we get fantasy movies that are scary? Anymore? When's the last time you watched Labyrinth? It's been a long time, but uh, I remember all the songs. Oh, sorry. When's the last time you saw David Bowie's Puffy Cock? <laughs> His cod piece? Even as a child, I was like, why is that so big right there? Like, why is it so awkward? It was just there. It's like the leotard for Modern Problems, man, where he just, Chevy Chase keeps blowing his cheeks and the crotch cheese keeps blowing up on the leotard. <laughs> Love Modern Problems. I need to find that one. That's a good Chevy Chase. Sorry, I mentioned Chevy Chase. So yeah, I feel you're on, I was about to say. He's running around in my head Chevy now. Chevy is in you. Uh, yeah, he is. It's because I sent you that trailer or that uh, IMDb thing for Cocaine Bear. Probably. Yeah, you know Chevy <laughs> Chase partied. And back to the- Chevy Chase plays the bear. <laughs> no. oh. I was Frank looked to... really excited for I, a second. I was like, we did the <gasps> thing again. That's my dream. We made it full circle. No. Funny uh, farm. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking dog runs away in Funny Farm is one of my favorite moments. Yeah, in he's comedy. just like off in the distance, dude. <laughs> I'd like to thank my parents for showing me all those movies when I was a kid. Yeah, man. I mean, I still want to visit the town of Redbud. This one, too. I think I probably rented it because I was like, holy shit, there's a sequel to The Wizard of Oz. And then when I watched it at the video store and at the beginning of it on the VHS copy they had there, it was... Perusa Bulk from like 1999, introducing the movie as her first movie <laughs> on the VHS tape. No way. Olympia didn't even recognize her at first. I started naming movies, and the only one she recognized was The Craft. Typical, I guess. American History X. I threw out American History X and The Waterboy. I, I did those three because I thought one of oh, those right, would hit. Oh, right, The Waterboy. Yeah, man. We are way into this, and we haven't picked a movie. Oh, wait, we did pick a movie. Yeah, man. Uh, Jacob's fucking ladder. Oh, shit. 
It's Halloween. Eric Stoltz, bitches. Eric Stoltz. Is <laughs> Eric Stoltz is not in that movie. I just wanted to get a reaction out like, of you. Wait, are we gonna watch a mask? <laughs> hey, that's uh, you know, he turned on Back to the Future for a reason, right? Gypsies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that I can just say a random fucking name instead of Tim Robbins, and we can start a whole conversation about it. That's why we're friends. Thanks everyone for joining us for the Last Video Store Clerks podcast. Be sure to leave a rating and subscribe. You can find us on Twitter at Last Clerks, Instagram at the Last Video Store Clerks, and you can find Scott at dispatchesfromthepit.com.